Welcome to Wisdom at the Crossroads. I'm your host, Amanda Onchalenko, and I'm excited to invite you into my studio practice remotely. Together, let's pause the rhythm of the day as we dive into the backstories of an artistic life, my life, exploring lessons learned through creativity and inspiration. So get yourself a beverage and let's settle in for a short while as we reflect on how some of my favourite paintings have evolved and what wisdom I have found at the crossroads where action and presence meet. Mindfulness has become a mainstream term in recent years. The practice of paying attention is what I like to call it. By being mindful, we can help ourselves to feel centred and it can also help us to self-regulate our emotional responses to balance stress and anxiety. Taking a pause in our day is important and I am glad you are joining me as we help each other to be mindfully present. Creativity has long been my avenue to presence. In my day, my work, my life, in the creative process, I often find myself in the zone or even sometimes zoning out. Today I want to take you on a journey through the backstory of a large triptych called Enlightened at Beaver Bay, made up of three canvas panels, 48 inches by 48 inches, the second is 48 by 24, and the third is again 48 by 48. This is an unusual configuration for me. Ordinarily I would use a consistent shape for a multi-paneled painting. However, this one was part of a commission I was asked to create for a lovely couple celebrating their 30th anniversary. I was honoured they wanted to gift each other a piece of my work to mark the occasion. It was a site-specific piece, which accounts for the unusual dimensions, and like all commissioned work, I created two versions. Enlightened at Beaver Bay was the larger version that featured a Lake of the Woods-inspired landscape. The piece my clients purchased had an interlake focus. I remember sketching out the foundation of this piece in broad strokes with a three-inch wide brush in warm, watery reds and oranges. The action was fast and focused, exhilarating and experimental, and crudely mapped out my rough painterly intentions. A picture paints a thousand words, and I had a lot to say about this landscape that was more easily communicated in this sketchy, loose format. I took both interpretations with me, all six potential panels, to my client's home as the basis of a preliminary discussion where the client settled on the smaller version, the prairie theme, because it related more specifically to their personal experience of lake life on Lake Winnipeg, at the edge of the prairie. I was drawn then as I am now to the larger scale triptych and was excited to continue work on the sketchy start I had made as my follow-up project. Enlightened at Beaver Bay was inspired originally by a series of shoreline photographs I had taken as a guest at a friend's cottage in Ontario's appropriately named Lake of the Woods. It seems it is not only Australians who are descriptive with their names. Beaver Bay is the name that appears on an early map of the small curve in the shoreline that must have at one point been home to Canada's iconic rodent. I was a grateful guest in this beautiful landscape which felt quintessentially Canadian. I immersed myself in deep rock-bottomed waterways with shorelines and islands for days. The area is rich in foliage with lush evergreens sculpted by the wind and rocky outcroppings of granite worn smooth by centuries of seasons. It is boating country, self-propelled and motorised. Beaver Bay, like my friends, the caretakers of this beautiful part of the country, remind me of the support I received as a newcomer to this nation and this friendship. The work of art in any project is an evolving process. It is not always an easy road through the flow state. Sometimes it's hard to start up, and it often takes discipline and also a measure of forgiveness. There is no room for perfection and often no room for expectations, even if, as the author of the story in Colour and Composition, 
I instigate a particular process with a specific intention and end result in mind. I might start with a plan of sorts, but when I am true to myself as a painter, I allow myself to react and respond to the various layers as they evolve and develop in the process. What might start out as a washy, expressive, underpainted mark designed to get the party started might, with some contemplated pauses, inspire me to find ways to bring those initial marks into play as features on the developing canvas. And that's kind of what happened here. Every action becomes a decision that impacts every other choice. The ones that came before impact the following decisions to be made. That foundation sketch made with a loosely applied washy mark with what is essentially a house-painted paintbrush was so lovely and compelling I felt I had to re-evaluate my plans and find a way to keep the most appealing parts of the understructure in view. I wanted to keep the warmth and glow that backlit areas I wanted to infer as those richly evergreen trees in the foreground. That red residue of my initial thoughts is also a reference to another Canadian icon, painter Tom Thompson, whose jack pines, among other examples, show the understructure glowing loosely around the boughs in a similar red. Colour is a thing for me, and I love to tinker with the relationships, the push and pull of spaces painted in colours opposite on the colour wheel that become dueling features our eyes visually try to bring into balance. This disparity creates a literal vibration between areas and also assists me in moving the viewer's eye into and through a composition. Sometimes it is a small mark, a brushstroke or shape set within an area of contrast that becomes what we like to call, in our house, a popper or a compositional seed. Balancing, rebalancing, organising and redistributing become the thoughtful actions of a fun visual equation I try to solve on the canvas or panelled surfaces. It is my work at play. In a multi-panelled image, such as this three-panel triptych, it is not a matter of dividing an image into three equal parts and joining them back together. A true triptych is actually three separate and independently resolved compositions that combine to form something more. Each composition pairs with the adjacent panel to create two further compositions, and finally, the three panels altogether become a final sixth piece, which to me is more than the sum of its parts. It's all about problem-solving, a visual equation in brilliant colour. The process inspires me, challenges me, and quiets my soul as I work. It draws me in, pardon the pun, and sometimes takes me to the zone where time slows down and I am led to a place where I am fully and unequivocally present. This painting, enlightened at Beaver Bay, lives in our front living room. It came home to fill a gap left behind when a 40-inch pair went off to their forever home. If you have ever taken a large image out of a small space, you will have felt the absence and the space metaphorically collapsing inwards. Enlightened at Beaver Bay expands not only my living room wall, the view expands me with gratitude for the friendship that invited myself and my young family into their summer home, their lake home, in the picturesque Canadian Shield. It reminds me of the support I have been shown in my 30 years in Canada and the gift of friendship I am honoured to share. It reminds me also of the two bear sightings we made en route and the trio of galloping deer that kept pace with our vehicle along the stretch of the highway on the way. The image takes me back to days of young children in life jackets leaping off the dock into refreshing dark water and the sharing of gin and tonics on the deck at dinner. Not the children. It helps me to recall the transplanting of garden cuttings into a literal cottage garden not to mention the visiting friends in canoes who initiated my eager young girls into the unique rhythm of a twilight paddle across glass-like reflections as the call of loons sounded off in the distance. 
My friend and neighbour is a regular visitor to my front room. She has seen this trio many times. In the spring and fall, at a particular time in the day, when light enters that room from opposite ends of the house, the light somehow illuminates them into a glowing beacon. My friend commented more than once as she has taken in the view, manned, I know that's my view from my cottage, but I just can't quite fathom how you interpret it like that. I love her honesty, and I love this painting. Fond memories definitely dominate our living room. The images document a time in our lives and stand witness to the seasonal moments that unfold in our space. Our annual live Christmas tree joins the painted evergreen forest and fills the room with its heady evergreen scent as colourful baubles of the season naturally blend into the vibrant, semi-abstracted scene that enlightens us from Beaver Bay. I want to take a moment for a meditation with you, to take a few minutes to contemplate the ideas of support and inspiration in the seasonal rhythm of our lives. But before we start, remember, if you are driving or operating heavy machinery while listening, please come back to this part of the podcast when you have a few minutes to safely support yourself in a place where you are free to rest and don't anticipate being disturbed. When you are ready, begin with the breath at rest. At rest, we each gather our human resources. We halt the pursuit of ego-driven action and we accept where we are right now in this present moment. In this present moment is where we want to focus. Take a deep and relaxing breath. Close your eyes and feel the caress of air against your cheek as air moves through the nostril and into the body. Allow the chest to rise as you breathe in and out, in and out. Imagine this air as a small wave rolling onto the shore. It could be at the edge of a lake or perhaps an ocean. Feel the temperature around you in this place you find yourself. It can be a real place or an imagined place. Is it cool or warm? Allow it to be comfortable. Settle into your space and accept the rhythm of your own breath. Notice your own personal rhythm as you breathe in and out. In and out. Feel the body as it connects with the earth. Imagine the feet planted, whether you are seated, whether you are standing, or whether you are lying down. In whatever position you are in, know that you are strong and you are grounded, yet also weightless. Continue to breathe in and out at the rhythm your own body feels most at home with.
in and out. The hips too are balanced, touching the surface you are connected to as if there is little gravity or resistance. You take up space, but little mass. In the place that you are, a breeze picks up. The breeze invites your closed eyes to turn in that direction. Do you feel it now? Is this breeze coming from a place you know or someplace new to you? Feel the breeze as it moves across you. Take in the conditions around you. Is it blustery? Is it gentle? Is it soothing or irritating? Again, let it be comfortable. Breathe deeply and slowly in and out, in and out. Seek your own personal rhythm with this breath. Today's focus is rhythm. We each balance our own needs in individual routines, functions and activities, even if that activity is the seeking of stillness. With your eyes still closed, rest your palms open on your lap. Let them be relaxed and comfortable, as if they are delicately floating. Allow your palms to join together where the pinkies meet. So they meet, but are barely touching. They are connected. Now imagine the hands of another person or being gently aligning with your connection. With each breath, further sets of open palms are drawn to yours. Until soon, there are so many open palms surrounding you that you can no longer count them. Imagine these other hands to be similarly relaxed, open and accepting in a growing community. You decide who can join this intimate group. Your calm and peaceful heart at rest has called these equally calm and peaceful supporters into your sphere. This is your unseen support system. Take a moment to breathe in unison before thanking them for joining you in this moment. Continue to breathe to your own gentle pace, 
in and out, in and out. Gently move your palms and clasp your hands at the heart space. Now you can acknowledge those who have supported you in this moment. Moving forward, try to be mindful of this unseen connection. Know that this support remains even after we return to our physical routines. Take one last look at all those open palms that are gently butted up against your own. Smile gently and thank them for their care. Continue to breathe at your own pace for three or four more cycles. Begin to wiggle the toes. Stretch the fingers. Slowly circle the hands at the wrists and the ankles. Lift the toes from the floor and accept motion into your cells. When you are ready, feel free to open your eyes. You might like to do this slowly and in increments. Take your time. Take as long as you need to be in this moment. Be gentle with yourself and remain comfortable. Accept your own rhythm as you recalibrate and move into the rest of your day. Remember, let it be comfortable. Let it be gentle. Let it follow the rhythm you determine throughout your day. Namaste. Thanks for joining me. I hope you're able to find something that resonated for you as we journeyed through the backstories of art, life and inspiration together. Watch for new episodes to drop weekly on Tuesdays. I'll meet you there with your morning coffee or afternoon tea as we gather in my studio remotely. Unless, of course, you knock on my door or pop into my messages. Find me on Instagram at mandartcanada or on my website www.mandart.ca where you'll find show notes and images of the artworks we discuss on the podcast in the blog. Feel free to bring a friend or reach out with your questions or comments. I would love to hear from you. In the meantime, I will look forward to joining with you again as we seek wisdom at the crossroads where action and presence meet. Take care. Bye now.